Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. Man, I host way too many shows. Completely blanked on the name of this show right off the bat. Good job. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew, uh, blanking on the names of the shows since... 1492. Oh, no, gave away my birthday. Um, no, you didn't. You gave away <laughs> your birth year. Speaking of birthdays, if... though, yours is coming up, and I don't know oh, if you want to okay. say what day it is, but no, happy upcoming birthday. It's tomorrow, but no one knows when we recorded. So. Yeah, it's also my dad's yeah. birthday tomorrow. Uh, what? Yeah. Me and your dad, are, I am your dad. I forgot to tell Oh, my you. God. I know. Yep. I went back to the past and had sex with your mom, and then I came back to now times. Right. You uh, went, you went, fi- yeah. wait, I was going to say you went five years in the past, but that would mean you were born and then time traveled. That would mean, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I was, that's my new TV show, Time Traveling Baby. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a good Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, but yeah, I'm your host, Andrew, and with me today, as always, is our host and co-host guy. Hi, how's it going? Hi, it's going. It's, uh, I'm on some, yeah. All right. I'm on I'm on new uh, antidepressants that seem to be working better, so that's good. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. So I'm also like sleeping better because I'm also on a sleeping pill. So I got all these pills shoved in my body, uh, and I got like some. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Did you put we'll them figure in your it butt? out? Me and my. I did. Yeah. Is that number where they're supposed to go? Um. No. I mean, that's a good as place as any. Uh. He also said I could uh, just heat them up under a spoon and inject them in me. What he gave you was heroin, sir. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I feel great. Anyway. Nice. Uh, no. I'm if you start thinking. slurring in the middle of this, we'll know why. <laughs> yeah, right? Just start, like, mumbling. <laughs> um, God, that's going to be a bitch to edit. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel more... Uh, I didn't say anything, so you don't you don't need to edit that part or <laughs> increase it in any way. I was just like, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so I know I'm sounding all over the place. It's because I am not massively depressed constantly. Anyway, if you want more of me, <laughs> I'm on Board Game Barbarians. It's a podcast, podcast about board games. Um, and I'm also on a show called Talking Wizards for Retro Warriors, which you should go check them out if you somehow found this podcast and do not know who they are. And uh, you should go t- check out Guy at Sidetail Studios. Yeah, you, you on should. On the YouTubes. Although, lately, there hasn't been much content, but that's hey okay. Hey, man, you got a lot of backlog. You got a, back, a lot of backlog they got to go through. Yeah, there's like 400 videos. It's fine. Plenty of content. Yeah. I, You know what? There I made it. I made it an entire year of daily videos, and since then, I'm like, okay, I should slow down to where it's fun again. Probably. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. And and I mean, anyone can go on there, like, as you're working, just put it on in the background. It's nice, nice background noise. Even if you're not watching it constantly, that still gets you the views, man, you know? Yeah, you can listen to games and listen to my sultry voice react to them. It's a lot of, oh, shit, god damn it. Oh, I was hoping it was a lot of, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the game going on. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's the stuff you can find us on. Uh, I recently did do some nice, um, very basic just logos for our show. You did. I'm excited. And you can buy stickers for them if you want to. They're very cheap. 
they're like a dollar fifty something around there, dollar sixty. Yeah, and I think Justin said he's got it arranged so that stickers give uh, Retro Warriors a dollar each in yeah. in profit or whatever. It's like it's like fifty cents, I think. No, no, no. I thought he set the stickers at a dollar and the T-shirts at five dollars. Like how much profit he gets? No, yeah. he's like it's like twenty or thirty cents for stickers. Oh, uh, I thought he upped it. Okay, well. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he did. Anyway, I'm not a money guy. I'm just a podcast guy who does shows and f- sounds weird, and I feel like I'm now subconscious about how different I sound on this episode versus other episodes. You're self-conscious, not subconscious. I'm no, I'm subconscious too. <laughs> now I'm just now I'm more subconscious and self-conscious. <laughs> guy, why don't you why don't you let me stop talking and tell me what movies you watched since the last time we did a show? I watched Borat first movie film. Oh yeah. How'd you how'd you like that? I liked it. We talked about it a little bit last time. Um, or I guess I talked about it and said I hadn't seen it, so I should watch it. Um, you know, I discovered, and I went and watched it like the next day, and I discovered that Borat is the type of humor that uh, makes me in- insanely uncomfortable. Yeah, and that uh, that worried me going into Borat too. But uh, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where. Watching someone do something that is either awkward or cringeworthy makes me like shudder and shrink up. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I feel like it's a different awkward than because I have the same thing about like meet the parents and the office originally did that to me. Mm -hmm. But Borat was like not cringe humor to me because it was him like. I'm a person and I'm interviewing you and like you think this is real, but I don't but I know it's not real. Um, and it, it's, it's more of like a investig like it's, inv- it's like it's investigation comedy. Like, yeah, it's investigatory journalism. I think, I think Justin, uh, we were talking about it and, and, and he said, yeah, I felt that way until I realized I don't like any of the people they're making fun of. So it made me feel less bad about it. Oh yeah. I, I don't like anyone that they're making because <laughs> they don't make fun of like, they make fun of the people that I don't like. So there you go. Um, other than that, I've been watching the new season of Dis- Star Trek Discovery. Mm. Uh, it's been really good. They did a a time jump, so mm. now they are out. Like originally, uh, the like first forward two or backward se- forwards. The first two seasons of Discovery take place like uh, when Captain Pike is the captain of the Enterprise, like within the timeline. Okay, and then at, towards the end of season two, they skip forward. Um, like 900 years or something, but like the 3100s. And okay. um, that's where they're putting the show, which gives them room to play around without having to worry about continuity, which is nice. Nice. Um, other than that, let's see. Uh, Forged in Fire, uh, the new season, or they, they they released it on Netflix. Is that the like the sword-making show? Yeah, it's the sword-making show. It's our go-to-sleep show. Like, okay, nice. Yeah, well, it's our it's our we're ready to wind down show. Our, um, we'll watch an episode, and then if we're too tired to that, we know we're not going to get through an episode. Then we'll put on forensic files and pass out. Yeah, our our go to sleep show is Bob's Burgers right now. Nice. Uh, watch season one of Ducktales with the kids. Nice. I have not watched the. I've watched like two episodes. I accidentally watched the last episode. <laughs> and the first episode of the new season of DuckTales. And I was like, I guess I watched the show now. That's that's exactly that's how it's done. You, that's all you need. 
Um, first season was good. It's like 25, 26 episodes. Uh, yeah. I went, we went back and watched the first episode of the original DuckTales afterwards, and it was terrible in comparison. So, uh, we, we still watch like original DuckTales every once in a while. Well, then you should check out new DuckTales. It's got David, David Tennant as Scrooge. Yeah. It's uh, also like two of the, you got Danny Pudi and, um, one of the other kids, Huey, Dewey, Louie, one of them is Danny Pudi and uh, Bobby Monaghan. I love both oh, those guys. Okay. So I don't remember the, who the third one is off the top of my head. No idea. In one of the episodes, they give Donald a speech corrector. Yeah. And so he's talking normally, but he's still saying all the crazy shit he usually says. It's just not in his Donald Duck voice. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> have you been saying this crazy shit this whole time I'm, for some reason oh like when he's like, blah, 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 blah. like well not only know. that but like sometimes he's like I, I, I don't even know how to describe fucking Donald Duck but sometimes in his ranty you can't understand what he's saying and so right he's, when he's like screaming he's like blah, 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 blah. I can't do it but even when he's saying normal words usually the the sort of chilling effect of those words isn't as prominent because he's got stupid duck voice right I don't know why you're like, you know, his, the, the crazy stuff he says, and I imagine immediately was like suffering succotash, which is <laughs> not Donald Duck at all, That's or not, Disney. Or Disney, yeah. <laughs> um, The Mandalorian, we were caught up on that. I have not started it uh, yet. I was giving it a couple episodes so I can like binge a few in a row, because I know if I watch one, I'll want to watch more than one. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good, I, you know. Uh, you should look things. forward to watching it. I do look forward to watching it. And then uh, last on my list is Titans Season 1. I finally got into that. Oh, like the Titans, like DC. DC, yeah. Yeah. I realized, I for uh, some reason... I I saw Titans and I was like, remember the Titans? Yep. The football the movie. Football movie show. I could not watch the Titans show just because it, it upset me. What? Why? Yeah. Um, I didn't like the way they did Raven, and that's about it. I like I, I'm fine with uh, Robin seemed okay at first. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Well, he seems too skinny." And then there's several shot, shots where he's like skinny, huge, kind of like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was fine with that. And then uh, Starfire is fine. I just I hate like I'm tired of people making comic book stuff where they're like they lost their memories and they don't know who they are and they got to find their powers. And it's like, I just want to watch the teen Titans kick some ass. Like I don't, I don't need a backstory, but it's very much not teen Titans. It's Titans. They're grown ups, and they do grown up shit. Like, I, I don't well, I mean. Titans was like, like the comic book Titans. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they just be the Titans and live in their tower and fucking kick ass and fight superheroes instead of be like, ah, I'm, I don't know. But I'm the just, first it, season's it, an origin story. I don't... Why, why is also, that so offensive that they took a season I to just, tell the origin? I'm so tired, so tired of origin stories, man. What? You know, so I remember you complaining tired. about this earlier. Now. I'm also tired of... Uh, well, yeah, and the other thing in the Titans is like Beast Boy uh, is in the uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah. In Titans... And the Doom Patrol, and we've I've complained about this on the show already. Yeah, 
uh, is a different Doom Patrol from the Doom Patrol show that DC also made at the same exact time that they made this show. And I don't under and used the same props for some of it. And I don't understand same actors for some of it, but not others. And I don't understand how they couldn't like have any sort of synergy or like, and they're like, well, it's different universe. And I'm so tired of DC using that excuse uh, it's for warm, their laziness. And, you know, I, um, and then I also noticed the thing that you complained about where it's like, uh, Bruce Wayne is in the show, but he's not in the show. Right. He's just kind of like in the background and he's not Batman and he's, he, he's not an actor that I would believe to be Batman either. Well, I, he hasn't shown up in the show at all so far. He shows up me, at one point. Yeah. Sorry to ruin that. He shows up as Bruce Wayne. Wow, that's fine. But I mean, like in the, when, when Dick comes home from the circus, he's just not there at all. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I wanted something better, I guess. Like I wanted Titans kicking like s- bad guys butts and not just being like, well, we're, we have to find out where she's from and the police are after us. And I, I'm also police, but I have to now I'm a bad police officer because I ran away with her. And like, I don't know. <clears throat> now it just sounds like I'm complaining about something I don't really know about. Well, which as, as long as you're talking, what'd you, what'd you watch? Uh, I watched uh, Friday the 13th, one through three. Nice. On Friday the thirteenth, because I'd never seen them before. Uh, not great movies. Not, not time to costume is two and a half movies. Uh, he does not put on the mask for two and a half movies. That's kind of weird. Well, I, okay, hold on. Um, is the the mask became part of his costume in the third movie? To correct. be fair, he didn't. But have they sell it. Co- he wasn't. In the first movie, first off, but and sec, and then the second one, he comes out of the water and grabs her at the end. Sure, and then the second Sorry one to is spoil of movie from the eighties for anyone. The second one is establishing him as the killer, so it's not this the twist or whatever. And then the third right, one I mean, establishes the a new look, is, and then the fourth sold. one establishes that look as his uniform. I don't know. It's sold like Friday the Thirteenth, like Jason is sold with that mask. And regardless of how he got there, that's how he is now. And that's how he's been for the past 20 years, 20 plus years, 30 years. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So like probably like 35 years, right? Yeah. So like to be fair, like he has been Jason with the mask longer than he's been Jason without the mask. And it doesn't matter if that, that's his origin story. Fine. Like, but like, I don't know. Still time to costumes, two and a half movies to get into that Jason mask. Um, also not great. We're going to finish them. I bought eight movies for $20. So one through eight. We're going to finish it eventually. But I also watched a bunch of horror movies that I can't even remember. I watched Cabin in the Woods and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil a couple times after last episode that we talked about where I had already watched it. Um... Watched Bly Manor. Yeah, I watched that too. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It was not scary or creepy. Like they think there was like one or two scenes that were kind of creepy, but other than that, it was pretty okay. Yeah, I liked Bly Manor. Um, I, I thought it was a good show. I I enjoyed the way it ended. I think you're right. It wasn't as creepy as uh, um, the Haunting of Hill House by any means. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, but I did enjoy the different uh, the different characters that the the same actors were playing. That was that was pretty neat. Yeah, I mean it it still had like some creepy creepy factor, um, but definitely wasn't like there were nights. I, I'm not like a, a spooky guy. Like I like there's part of me that wants to like horror films really bad, right? Um, but they scare me, um, <laughs> and so I get I, like I get scared from like mostly like ghost stuff is what I get. Like zombies don't don't bother me. Serial killers don't bother me. It's like supernatural ghosty stuff, um, unless it's super old, like Poltergeist. We watched that uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this movie is dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen it before. But yeah, like there were nights when we watched like Haunting of Hill House where I was like, all right, well, we got to watch like two comedy shows or something before we go to bed. Right. Uh, or else I'm going to like not be able to sleep or think there's a ghost in my room or something. Um, but with this show, like that never happened at all. Well, cool, man. Uh, let's get on to news, I guess. Let's do it. So Sean Connery died at the age of 90. Um, that's sad. It is. It is sad. You know, I, um, I mean, it's expected, right? Right. It's sad. It's expected. Um, I, I did point out on social media, he had some outdated views on some things. He had uh he said that it's okay to hit a woman at one point and then a later years said that he didn't say that and retracted it so i i couldn't understand i couldn't i don't know if he actually realized that what he said was wrong or just people didn't like it so he tried to like wiggle out of it right and you know i i think it is okay to be sad about a person uh you know the loss of a person and recognize that you admire they're a flawed person that's fine Right. No, it's not fine. All right. He had bad stuff about him and now he's dead good. Wow. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But, but <laughs> he taught Indy self-reliance. Junior. Junior. Um, HBO Max is available on Amazon Fire TV now. So good job, Amazon Fire. You did it. You, another major corporation made a deal with another major corporation. High, high five. Do we get HDR streaming yet? No, probably not. Yeah, damn it. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming to HBO Max on December 25th, the same day that it releases in theaters for no additional charge. That's a dig at Disney. Hey, fun fact, it's also <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Happy Ron. Christmas. Ha- Happy Christmas, Ron. Christmas, Ron? Happy Christmas, Harry. All right. Oh, uh, gotcha. Universal and Cinemark have agreed to shorter theatrical windows similar to the agreement with AMC. Uh, Window cutoff is $50 million, above $50 million, and you get 31 days exclusivity in theaters. Below the window is 17 days. Yeah, basically they have agreed to, uh, for larger releases, they're going to give them a month window, and for smaller releases, uh, they can can start streaming within two and a half weeks. Um, So... Cool. Uh, Judd Apatow has set his next film at Netflix about a film shoot during pandemic. I assume that's during this pandemic, not just a generic pandemic, but who knows? I'd like to see his take on it. Yeah, we'll see. Michael Bay's pandemic thriller Songbird skips theaters and comes directly to PVOD. Premium video on demand. PVOD. PVOD. My peeny vod. Short Circuit's getting a remake? Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. 
I don't want your peeny vod. That's what OnlyFans you, is for. Nope. You you accepted it by not acknowledging it soon enough. God damn it. That's part of the contract. Why is Short Circuit getting a remake? I don't know. I don't know who thought who saw Short Circuit and said, Hey, let's make a Latin X family film out of this. I okay. I mean, I am all for inclusion. I am glad that it is a a Hispanic uh, development uh, producer, etc. Are I they going to change his name from Johnny Five to something else? I really want to make a joke right now, but I'm not gonna. You um, can, I can. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I would assume that they leave it Johnny Five, um, but yeah, could be Yanni Five. We don't know. Could be. Um, but yeah, it's 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 Wani Cinco. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, no. I like that. No. I like that joke. All right. Uh, Kazakh American Association asks award shows to disqualify Borat sequel, Borat, from consideration. Yep. The, yeah, uh, who cares? I, you know, Kazakhstan itself uh, has has embraced <laughs> Borat to a certain extent by adopting it, uh, their slogan, or excuse me, th- their national slogan or their tourism slogan or whatever. Is, is now Yaksamash. <laughs> is now uh like visit Kazakhstan it's very nice like oh, okay nice. that's funny great Kazakh American Association sounds like something made up for the movie right like we went to Kazakh American Association to have fun time like right and i, I, just, I you know i don't anyone out there make fun of the Kazakh American Association if, I do. I don't care if they really are representative of of Kazakhs here in the U.S. or Kazakhstanians. I have no idea uh, what that particular yeah. nationality is. But so we are we are talking Borat uh, to the subsequent movie film Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, you will hear Borat impersonations, and I apologize in advance, uh, but uh, it's still going to happen. So. Uh, synopsis for the movie Borat is given the task of delivering a monkey to Donald Trump as a bribe for Kazakhstan it is a sex monkey I forgot to put that in there uh, his daughter is there in the stead and he then goes on a journey to deliver her to Mike Pence hilarity and bonding ensue more or less you want to give me some release info sure it was released on October 23rd 2020 on Amazon Prom Video Prime video, excuse prom. me. Prom. Amazon Prom. The Amazon Prom is, I don't know, in the jungle, right. I guess. I don't know. Is, is is the Amazon Prom take place in the Amazon? I like, or is it one I that, like, like where you went with that because I imagine just like a shitty business prom, but then I now <laughs> imagine it in the Amazon rainforest, and I'm like, I like this idea. Look, Jeff Bezos can afford it, okay? Oh, God, Jeff Bezos. You should take all 3,000 employees or whatever Fly them down to the Amazon on like ten planes, and then throw Leave them, them there. Prom. Film a show about them trying to get home. Yeah, it'd be great. And from the prom, um, but it was developed. It was filmed um, between 2019 and July of 2020. Uh, one of the first scenes in America takes place at the Texas State Fair, which happens in October. Um, to give you an idea of the filming timeline, it does. Um, so because of that, the coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent lockdowns became part of the film. Uh, one of the better parts. Yeah. But we'll talk about that more later too. Um, directed by Jason Walner, 
story by Sasha Baron Cohen, Anthony Hines, Nina Pedrid, Pedrad, I don't know, and Dan Swimer. The two lead actors, Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat and Maria Bakalova as Tutar, his daughter. Yep. She did a great job, man. Let's I'm gonna say that straight out. Like right next to Sasha Baron Cohen, like amazing job. It was so good. Her character was like uh, I, I don't know, very well acted, I suppose. You know, the the sort of innocence and naive, naivete, I guess, is the right way to pronounce that. Naivete, yeah. I have no idea. Naivety, yeah. Naivety, I don't know. We'll the, that she brings way. to it is is it's it's in the similar vein that that Sasha Baron Cohen brought to Borat in the original film, um, and, but it's it's even more so, and I I think it works out really well. Well, she's also like her not breaking character ever. Um, there's some stuff we'll talk about uh, in the spoiler zone. The spoiler zone. That's going to be my new uh, voice thing that I'm going to do. <laughs> For awards and nominations, <laughs> I just wrote down C News. Yeah, there are none yet. Nothing's happened news-wise or awards rise. rise. Something has happened. The Kazakhstan well, besides, Association besides, of America. We already talked about that. We're going to skip on. Rotten Tomatoes got an 86%. Metacritic is a 68 for some reason. It's got a 3.5 on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I, I watched it before we did the show again. Mm-hmm. Um, or I watched it again before we did this show. And it, my wife was like, it only has a 3.5. She's like, I thought it was a pretty good movie. And I was like, well, you have to understand half the country didn't like it because of the political leanings. So, Right. Probably. That's probably why. Uh, what'd you, what was for a spoiler-free review... Uh, And we talked about a little bit earlier in the first Borat movie, and I I had a little bit of trepidation coming into this one just because of that comedic style um, Mm. and and how it makes me like physically react or whatever. But, um, you know, watching it was like super intense. um, And and I'm not sure that I'd love the the comedic style uh, per se. Um, But there were plenty of scenes that were just laugh out loud funny. And it was it was an overall enjoyable experience. And, And like I said, once I kind of had the perspective of, oh, these people that I'm having sympathy, like cringes for are not sympathetic right. people. Yeah, I guess that's why I don't like, I don't feel bad. Like whenever he's going into a, a baker's shop and he's like, I'd like a cake, please. And she's like, what do you want written on it? And he's like, Jews will never replace us. And she's like, okay. And just writes it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. If you've got, if you don't have a problem with like stuff like that, then I don't have a problem laughing at you for being an asshole. Like anyway, uh, my review is about the same. It's just, uh, it's a good movie. I think it's better than the first one. Although I haven't seen the first one in a long time. Um, but I think it's more like poignant, more like self-aware and has more of like a story of actual, like something's happening. That's not just like, Sasha Baron Cohen running around as Borat making fun of people. Like they actually injected like a nice story into it, which I thought was good. Yeah. Um, her or his daughter's entire arc and uh, their relationship throughout the movie is, is a very nice and, t- and a touching story. Right. And to not like, I mean, to, I guess to kind of spoil it a little bit before we get into spoilers, it's more of just Borat's realization that, women are not animals basically <laughs> and it's okay to love your daughter like and not and not treat her like she's property um 
I would say it, it's, it's worth a watch. If you've got Amazon Prime, it's free. Um, I would say it's even worth a rent. I don't know. I mean, watching it a second time, I was... Uh, I was already tired of it, I guess I would say. I watched it like when it first came out, what was that, like three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago? Um, and watching it three or four weeks later was taxing. <laughs> like, I was just <laughs> like, I don't, I'd rather do something else at this point. Like, It's not worth a second watch that soon afterwards, but I would say it's definitely worth the first watch. All right. Fair enough. Then I guess uh, let's get into spoilers, eh? Boiler zone. Boiler zone. Um, yeah, I wrote a lot of notes for this, almost more than Interstellar, uh, which is sad. I wrote zero um, notes. That's good. Well, I, I'll I'll fire through some then. Well, I figure your notes will give me uh, places to jump off on. I wanted to talk about um, Borat speaks Hebrew in the movie mm-hmm. whenever he's whenever he's speaking in a different language it's not English he's speaking he- Hebrew uh, his daughter speaks Bulgarian because that is where the actress is from mm-hmm. so she speaks Bulgarian and then the Kazakhstan president speaks Romanian because that's where that actor's from and that is they all act like they can understand each other even they're all speaking different languages that they don't understand and the joke is that Americans can't tell the difference as an American, I would like to say I could not tell a difference. Yeah. I mean, after the, I would say watching it the second time after I knew that, mm-hmm. I could 100% tell because I because well, you pay attention at that point. Sure. Um, but yeah, you can tell that they're speaking different languages if you pay attention. But yeah, for 100% Americans do not, could not tell. And I'm pretty sure most, most did not. Um, he spent five days with those supporters, like the Trump supporters or the the two guys that like he just hangs out with. Oh, like in during lockdown. Yeah. He spent five real days with them in the Borat persona, never breaking character. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I had heard about that and I, I don't know, dude, those guys, Oh man. When they were like, yeah, we should just shoot all the Democrats. Like, Oh no. Yeah. I mean, that's like the, the thing that astounds me and the thing that, that makes Sasha Baron Cohen. Cause I mean, like when I was in high school mm-hmm. and like Borat, Borat was coming out or whatever. And, uh, people are like, well, he's just, he's just that dumb comedian that goes around and, and tries to, to bring up scandals and make fools of out, out of everyone. And I think it's one of those things where it's, he's not just a comedian. Like he is a good actor. Yeah. Like Sasha Baron Cohen's a great actor in that is- aspect. Um, I don't know. I don't want to super get into that specifically, but he he did that. Um, the daughter had to hang out with the daycare lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid they paid her thirty two hundred dollars to watch her for the day. <laughs> um, dude, the daycare lady and, was awesome. Uh, I don't yeah, she was she was the best like human in the movie that he interviews. Yeah, absolutely. And the way the way that she treated um his daughter and, and the way that she treated him, you know, was was decent. Decent, was right? That's how you would <laughs> would hope people would act. Or if you think of, you know, the best of humanity, that's the thing that you have in mind, right? I read I read two separate accounts um from that interaction. One was that she was angry at them because she was originally told that it was just a documentary about a father 
trying to give his daughter away to an older man mm-hmm. uh, in in marriage, not like s- slavery or anything like that. And so she was just part of this interview. And then the other one, and she was ap- upset about it, that she was lied to. And then the other one said that she was not upset about it, and she commended um, the actress that played his daughter, uh, Maria Balakova, 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 um, commended her for her acting ability because she hung out with her for like an entire day and never saw her break character or anything like that. Man, are we in the wrong racket if we're, if she's getting paid $3,200 to babysit? Well, I mean, typically you're not being given 30. Well, I guess in, in the, she's a professional babysitter and that was her fee that she charged them to watch someone for a day. $3,200 a day. Yeah, okay. I mean, that I makes sense. I don't think she... I, I doubt she gets it every single day or anything like that, but that's... Ooh, that's nuts. Um, And we're going to say some... what would be considered racial slurs like Jew and Gypsy just because they're referred to in the movie. Um, But, like... <sighs> All, I just want to talk about all the terrible people in this movie. Go for it. Real quick. So, like, the whenever he's trying to buy a cage for his daughter, mm-hmm. and he gets her into the cage, and she goes, oh, this is a great cage. I want this cage. And he goes, how many women could I fit in this cage? And he's like, one. And he's like, yes, but how many uh, Mexicans can I fit in the cage? And, or, like, Donald Trump's putting Mexican in cages and, like, high-fiving him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the same guy, they go inside and th- he has like propane and they're like, how many gypsies can I kill with propane? And the guy's like, I don't know, uh, as many as you got, I guess. Or like, what? Like, how many, like, how many people this guy, like Sasha Baron Cohen talks to in these movies that just goes along with whatever the fuck he says and doesn't call the police? Like the guy that helps him like board up his daughter in the fucking like, in the like package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just does it and takes money and then walks away. Like, or the fax machine guy that's like, I'm going to give my daughter away to Donald Trump. And he's like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to die. (laughs) 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 I just like, there's so many terrible people in this fucking movie that I can't even imagine. Like, I like it's, it gets to a point to where, or the, the, the shop lady, like the the dress shop, mm-hmm. when he's like, he walks in and he goes, I want the dress that's like, when it's like, no means yes, and she just starts laughing. Well, I, like, I, yeah, I mean, some of that might be like nervous laughter, right? Maybe, but. But yeah, the, the, the guy that's, the guy with the propane canister. Oh my God, that was, yeah. that was disturbing. Yeah. I mean, to... well, because he, yeah, because he like agreed with him about like killing people and stuff. I don't know. Right. Oh, like man. he treated like this horrible question as if it was a completely practical question. Right. Which like is... he was like, yeah, I guess you could. Like you could, you could kill, you know, as long as they're in the space or whatever. Yeah. Let's, I mean, that's how we get desensitized to atrocities, right? Is, is by rationalizing them as, well, I'm just answering questions, really. Right. Uh, apparently the scene where Sasha Baron Cohen was, uh, country Steve, where he sings the song, uh, chop him up like the Saudis do that bit. Mm hmm. Um, which what a terrible, uh, everybody like doing the, the Heil Hitler symbol or, you know, gesture and 
stuff like that. Apparently, uh, the militia group that he was at had uh, antagonized some uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protesters, mm-hmm. and they had come to kind of like try to infiltrate in secret um, the militia group that he was singing at, and they identified him as Sasha Baron Cohen because they probably watch his movies and shows, unlike the people that are actually there. Uh, and word got around, and he almost was attacked. Like, people started storming the stage, apparently. Oh, wow. And he had to run away. Luckily, he had hired the security that was at the rally. He had hired some of them, and so they got him out of there. And apparently, people almost rushed to the vehicle that he, like, ran away to. <laughs> wow. Uh, he said in multiple scenes he wore a bulletproof vest because he was actually afraid he was going to get shot. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the scene where he he's at it was a uh, where he's at the Pence rally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. He actually had to hide. <laughs> Can we just talk about him walking in in the KKK outfit and nobody doing anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I I don't know how much of it is people are terrible and how much of it is. Nobody knows how to the... react to it. Yeah, exactly. Right. He apparently was in that bathroom for five hours, like just sitting there. Just waiting. Waiting waiting to go out at the proper time because he had to go in. He had to go in before everything started. Otherwise, he would have just been ejected immediately. Well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, right? So he went in before the rally, got dressed, and just sat there for five hours in the toilet. <laughs> Um. Well, maybe he brought his switch. May yeah, he could have like he had his phone or his switch or a laptop. I don't know. Let's see what else. What other gems do I have? The abortion part was great with the plastic baby. I that was made just me laugh so to hard. Make daughter happy, and I put baby yeah. inside her. It's just my baby. It's my baby. I put baby in her, so it's your daughter. Yeah, she's my daughter. I was just trying to make her happy, and I put baby inside her. Okay, well, ignoring all of that that's going on. Well, like, the parts where he's like, it's okay. It's okay, but we can't kill the baby. Yeah. It's okay that you did that. Oh, uh, man. My other, my probably, like, absolute favorite part of this movie is when he gives that guy a haircut. <laughs> And he keeps like cutting his, like he cuts like little tiny pieces of hair yeah. and holds it out for him to see. And the guy's like, that's fine. And then Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> pockets the hair every single time. That was, that was probably my favorite part. Oh, uh, dude. Just once he got them in, got him into that cycle of like being like, yeah, that's good. Every cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's just gold. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Cause um, I, I feel like that's something I would do if like I sat down to get a haircut and somebody was like, Snip, snip. I'd be like, okay, uh, sure, I guess, whatever. That's yeah. kind of weird, but okay. And then they just keep yeah. doing it eventually, and then I'm just going to be like, okay, this is the path of least resistance at this point. <laughs> yep. That guy, yeah, that guy, the the most patience. I don't know why he paid 70-something dollars for that haircut, because that's how much he needed for the, the breast implants. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> so I looked it up um, in like a trivia thing. Mm-hmm. And the the twenty one thousand dollars. Whenever he says, "Is that in kroner?" Yeah, uh, that would equal fifty one dollars in kroner, which is probably why. He has. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other terrible part is when they go to like the dance. <laughs> yeah, 
and uh there's the two two old gen- white white men not gentlemen white men mm-hmm. that are like the one guy that's like that's how we like them in the south beautiful little little beautiful girls yeah like, that whole and scene then, was creepy the other guy that's like he was like how much for her and he's like 500 and then his daughter like hits him and is like, "That's disgusting." No, she says like, that's fucking gross. And you oh, know yeah, what? That's what it was. About two seconds. She's right. Before, yeah, about two seconds before she said that, I said, "That's fucking gross." Yep. Oh, uh, don't. It, you know it, it was yeah. it, it, that that interaction in particular, though, was good to see. I suppose. Uh, somebody say the younger no. generation. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, the younger generation isn't afraid to say no. That's gross. Please don't ever do that again in front of me. Yeah. Well, she didn't say please don't ever do that again, but you know, she'll get back at him one day. One one of these years. <laughs> I don't know. That's about that's about all I had. There's a, I don't know. It's just it's full of full of jokes, full of goofs, full of laughs it is um you know i I, the 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 end scene i suppose well not the end scene but the the build up the 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 big scene whatever uh was was the giuliani scene which was uh oh right creepy i will say hey man he was just tucking in his shirt okay totally just tucking in his shirt absolutely nothing sexual going on that's how i tuck in my shirt all the time all the time all the time. Oh man. You know, you got to hook the shirt around your penis so that way the shirt stays in your pants. I you could tell at the end of it Giuliani was done. <laughs> Which is it, Oh, whenever he's like he comes out and he's like, "Please use my butthole." <laughs> <laughs> use my back pussy, please. It is much tighter than hers. Please use mine instead. Do All right, I'm out of here. No, it's I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that smarmy bastard got what he deserves. There's there. also there's also a rosebud reference at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes, uh, "Wow," or is, does he say "Wow, wow, wee, wah"? Yeah, he whispers while he's like "Wow, wow, wee, wah," and drops his glass. <laughs> um, there's like a usual usual suspects reference mm-hmm. to him spreading COVID everywhere. That was that was pretty great. Um, yeah, the like the weird like D story that they added right at the very end of the movie. Yeah. It was, it was a nice touch. Uh, it it was, uh, you know, I mean, clearly it's one of the, it was one of those things that was written after they had started, uh, producing the movie. Right. right. They just kind of threw it in there at the end. Yeah. But they managed to stitch it together and make it work. And I thought that was, that was pretty brilliant. <laughs> there was, uh, I just, I want to mention one of the spit roast cream pie. I don't remember that. So he goes, he comes back to America. I do want to say they, they do, um, they do address everyone recognizing him Mm -hmm. in the very beginning of the movie. So like he walks around and there's a bunch of scenes of people going like, Hey, it's Borat. I'll give you, you know, $15 to give me a signature or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're chasing him around and he's like, just running away from him. Right. And that's why he has to be in a costume for the rest of the movie in, in non Borat attire, basically. Um, but there's a scene where he's like, since the last time I was here, everyone is now obsessed with calculators and it's just everyone on their phones. (laughs) And so he goes to a phone store to get a phone 
And whenever the guy's trying to explain that he can like search on Google for anything, he's like, so if I want dinner, I can just search for dinner. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, spit roast cream pie. And he like <laughs> pops it in there and it pulls up Pornhub. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, I have to use your restroom. And then he just like leaves with the phone, but it's still like connected <laughs> to the TV. Like they've, they're Chromecasting or whatever. And he like searches for like, uh, was it large black woman, tall white man sex? And then like <laughs> pulls that up while in the bathroom. Anyway, that's all I have to talk about. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything? Uh, I mean, not specifically. I, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed, uh, the, the 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 sort of overall story um you know the growth of them as characters i did enjoy that once they got back to kazakhstan they replaced the the running of the jews with the running of the americans or whatever oh yeah that was great yeah and they're like <laughs> they're coughing and like sneezing stuff on everyone yeah um and you know yeah, and there was, was awesome. the the jewish lady in the synagogue who was genuinely oh my god i completely amazing. forgot about that she was yeah she she was the only one that he let in on the joke beforehand yeah um because he's dressed up in this like demon outfit basically that's supposed to be a jewish person um but she's just like really nice yeah i mean it had to have not been set up because she's like well i was in the holocaust it was like there's no way he just found a random holocaust survivor in a random synagogue somewhere had to have actually searched for her to like talk about it i mean that that would make sense but no she was she was awesome and she was really nice got a good message yeah i mean ultimately that's what uh borat is 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 trying to do um you know have a good message and not just be fucking with people right I mean, even even the the first film, they were messing with people, but it was highlighting, uh, you know, awful behavior in a satirical way, right? Which is usually what most of his films do. But yeah, I just I can't handle Bruno. Why? I, can't. I don't know, man. I just can't. Like, it's it is that is cringe humor, I guess, more so to me. Gotcha. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Well, you can watch it on Amazon Prime Video for free if you subscribe. Can, or can you rent not. it? Is it rentable on Amazon Prime Video? I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can rent it since I have Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> Come back to us and let us know. Uh, next time we'll be actually talking about uh, Over the Garden Wall, which is a series. Ooh. Ooh, it's not a movie. We're doing like a 10 episode series, cartoon series from Cartoon Network. Um, so it's fun. Ooh, oh, I forgot you did you did it. I you did. did it from the notes. I, I just did. realized I put it in that. the notes and then I said it. And then what should we remember, guy? My daddy is smartest person in the whole flat world. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>